0: Hello, good evening. Welcome to uh, another edition, edition number two zero eight of the Cantina Meckes podcast. Glad to have you with us. My name is John Gugup. Uh Back from my little uh, side trip down to Mexico City, which was frankly really spectacular. We'll talk about it here a little bit on the podcast, uh, but uh, in my absence, I know that the folks uh, here at the Cantina were uh, brought it strong with their Liga Meckes predictions, which we will. Uh, Uh, revisit and get into as well, since I didn't get a chance to do it, at least not on the air, uh, here at the Cantina MX Podcast. We'll do that. We'll talk Liga MX Jornada Uno in the books. Uh, There were were nine games, and eight of those games had a winner and a loser. Only one game was a draw, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the League's Cup, which started this week and also announced an expansion, Uh, and there'll be another expansion uh, that'll come out uh, after that as well. Talk about all that. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Thank goodness I can't do this by myself because, no, frankly, who wants to listen to me for what, three hours or whatever it is that we do here on the podcast? But uh, joining me to help us to discuss all of this, all of this great uh, soccer talk, we have. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually being flanked by, by Northern and Southern California. We'll start Northern California first. Jaime Landeros joins us. Jaime, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm trying to
1: stay cool out here and um right now it's just trying to grab onto reality the fact that uh is doing so bad, and the boy is gonna
0: yeah. take
1: this uh this this Titanic down
0: so so okay well we'll we'll, we'll get into that here, here in a minute. It's, it's good to have you on I'm sorry that you're that just after one week you you are so down on on, on a team that you're most passionate about yes. we will uh, we, we will discuss that uh, here momentarily joining us from southern california so we have northern california and I, I, another well i believe he still considers himself a chivas fan although i don't think he uh, has uh, has strayed from the flock uh, as it were joel aceves joins us from southern california now joel you yes. you are like like bart at camp crusty <laughs> thinking crusty's coming crusty's coming <laughs> <laughs> you're hoping that that and, and, and expect expect chivas to turn it around
2: yes i do john i still have i still have hope i have faith
0: so you still uh, no no and, 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 and what particular aspect of the of the chivas football philosophy under under thomas boyd do do you feel that uh, is, is is strongest, and it is the reason as to why you are you are confident that, that not only would Chivas turn this around, but 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 get in into position to make the the postseason.
2: Well, the talent is there, and I think they have the right type of coach. Uh, I'm not gonna say tactically, but I will say mentally. Uh, you know, El Gapi, dude. If anyone has if anyone could tell Hugo? No, for the captain's armband to go
0: F himself, yes,
2: yeah, to go for the you know, because Hugo wanted the the captain's armband for the 86 World Cup, and we're and we're looking at Hugo at the time, arguably the greatest number nine, you know, breaking all type of records. and He comes to the selection and he's like, hand it over, man. And boy, was like, nope, this is mine.
0: Well, see, it's um, not. But I mean, Hugo wasn't a captain at the Real Madrid. The, Tomás Boy had been the captain at Tigres for, I mean, honestly, yeah. as, as long as he'd been playing practically. I mean, just you know, from from, from the from the late seventies, you know, through the eighties, uh, and then and then took then took that year off in eighty five to yes. so practice. But but
2: John, lesser men would have buckled.
0: <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is true. So so let's uh, let's discuss this. Uh, this, uh, this this is this chivas game against uh against Santos. so you know there, there are some intangibles frankly that that weren't uh that weren't in, in chivas's favor but regardless of that i mean I, I think the overall collective reaction from from the rebaño was uh <laughs> after after week one so so let's uh let, let, let's go back to the yanks so so uh Mr. Landeros, why are you so down? Why are you so down on, on, on Chivas's chance? Why are you expecting Chivas to have to fork, fork over the $15 million to avoid the embarrassment of, regula- of uh, relegation?
1: Um, I mean, to be honest, it just feels like not much has changed. And we thought that Tomás Boy was going to be just a temporary fix, you know, that he was going to finish off the regular season and that we're going to have this new plan with a new coach coming in and sort of change the energy and and, and the momentum of the team. But it just feels like nothing has changed. And, uh, you know, now we have a Maori who has uh, taken over, and I think he's just like a puppet. So, honestly, I've I've just
0: – pu- But a puppet for who?
1: I don't know, man. He's he's not like- – he's trying to be a movie star or he's trying to be like, you know, a director and something and his, his mind and his, his mindset's not what we need right now. We need someone that knows football. And I feel like he doesn't know. So,
0: so does, I'm just curious. Does Jorge, does Jorge Vergara have a, have a daughter too? Does he? Does does he have an Isabel? I don't know. An Isabel Iglesias (laughs) waiting in the wings.
2: I I think Jaime missed
1: uh,
0: the, de
2: Cuervos reference.
0: No, I I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the show. Oh, oh. Oh my God. Yeah.
2: If you have Netflix, you, it's yeah. a must.
0: No, I You know, I, I I take drops from a lot of stuff. i out of respect. I won't take a drop, a, a single audio drop from Club de Cuervas. so It's fine.
1: I, I know about it. I just haven't had you know, haven't had the time to watch it.
0: My my favorite part in that whole series Joel was when they decided to to become like a like a dirty team. And uh, you know what it's talking about. <laughs> la peste, the, uh, la peste uh, negra. La peste negra, and they asked. Uh, the coach bought said, "Do you think he'd us?" Hey, I'm from Argentina. It was <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> it was absolutely yeah. perfect. Absolutely. They start
2: hacking. They start hacking everyone.
0: So so nothing has changed. N- nothing has changed. The, 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 it's the same players. It's the same coach. The the only thing that's changed is is the the guy who was making all the bad decisions is gone. And Digras, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Chivas runs up to uh, to Torreon up in the desert in the summer playing in the middle of the afternoon against uh, a pretty motivated team. And they run into a buzzsaw and uh, it's, it, it, it's three uh, zero that Chivas, frankly, uh, just uh, never really did it seemed like they were, they were, they were, they were making plays, but they weren't really, it seemed like they were into it. They just kind of sleepwalk through that. The, they just wanted to get out of the heat. It is what it looked like to me. And, uh, so it's three zero that puts Chivas in 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 eight. There are eighteen teams that play in Liga MX. Uh, yeah, nineteen. I, 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 that's right. You're right. It is, it is nineteen? Yeah, right. I forgot about that one. Nineteen oh teams. So oh, who weird. was it that didn't play? Was it Puebla? It was Veracruz. Veracruz. Yeah. Boy, boy nobody, nobody missed it. Nobody missed <laughs> Veracruz playing. Uh, <laughs>
1: You know it's bad when when Chivas are in last place and there's still a team that hasn't
0: played yet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So so Chivas is is uh it turns out to be in, in dead dead last place. But oh, sure. I, I'm gonna have to kind of agree with Hoyle. I think that this is a this is a this is an anomaly. I don't think that it's. Uh, I mean, you know, the better teams better teams lose in Torreon. Uh, Chivas is is. You know, if Chivas plays Santos Torreón in November after maybe a you know different string, maybe they'd get a different result. But, but in the middle of the summer in the first game, that 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 that, that had that had nothing but an L written all over it. And I think that, you know, for That's for special. some of the uh, Chiarmanos, and, and and again for all of you, <laughs> you know, let's let's let let's 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 come off the ledge just a little. I know that you guys are are ready to jump. Joel, last last year, Joel, if I'm not mistaken, you said that by by Jornada 2, it was time for for Chivas fans to go on loan. No, not not last
2: year. Yeah, it was was last year. It was The one before that. No, last year I said Liguilla is is back on the menu. And and it was for like the first half. No, but I'm I'm
0: talking about uh, the the last apertura, you said. Oh, yeah, it was in the
2: cards.
0: That's right. So you you, you wrote off Chivas before the… You wrote off Chivas who before the month of August even started, <laughs> and they end like, they end the tournament at, Christ, you know, at Christmas time.
2: Yeah. yeah. Was, so, was...
0: my my question then is, is to Jaime: Jaime, it's a jornada dos. If, if Chivas do not win, is it time for Chivas fans, in your opinion, to go on loan and root for another team for the for the rest of the tournament? Uh,
1: I'll never do that. Um, but it is tough to see my team lose. Three times in four days, you know, because they played on Saturday with Benfica, got ragdolled. Then they go to you know Torreon, get ragdolled, and then yesterday was it was yesterday or Tuesday or I forgot what day it was. They played at uh, Atlético Madrid, right? And it's just like I think they lost some penalties, so it's like man, I'm just I'm just tired of losing. But you
0: know, just, you well, know, when was I, the last time Chivas actually won a match? Like that's
1: a good trivia question. They beat Leon. Oh, they did they- beat Leon.
2: They beat León. Oh, in the uh, last
0: game of the season. That's right. That was, that was yeah. what gave all the – well, not really. So <laughs> let's, let's be honest. There's never, there's never optimism for Chivas fans. It's always... There was little.
2: It was very little optimism. Yeah. But this is where I think the F.O. messed up. And it was with the preseason and the scheduling games against, you know, teams that are not only stronger than Chivas but, like, just overall better. It, it just was a bad a really bad move.
0: Yeah, so they you lost know, it, they it, lost. Let's let, let let's run down the list and They they played Boca and lost. They played uh, River and were frankly embarrassed.
2: And and River and we gotta say something about River because River has um El Muñeco Gallardo and he's arguably I would say top five coaches in, in Latin America right now. Sure. Yeah, he's one of the best ones out there, and he's been... So,
0: so your list, you have you have uh, Muneco, you have Chepo. <laughs> Who else is let's, on
2: the list? Let's not get off track, but okay, okay,
0: okay, okay But, okay.
2: but Muneco is right now. He's he's on the road right now to to be one of the greats. Uh, two Libertadores already. He's he's won so much silverware for River Plate.
0: Gun, gun to not... your head, gun to your head, Joel. They, they fire Tomás boy. It, it comes down to Gallardo or Chepo. And they, no. call, and they call you and say, <laughs>
2: no. Joel, who do you pick? I pick Chepo Gallardo is going to Europe, man. <laughs> no, no, none, no. None okay. let, as, as you were
0: seriously. saying, as you were saying, as you were saying.
2: No, it just, if Chivas is a dumpster fire, the preseason was the FO just adding kerosene on top of it. Right. And it's like, this. This they obviously went for the cash grab, but they they did more damage. Right? That's, that's how you know that the FO, you know, they're not thinking, straight. They're not planning the season well, well, right. Well, you know,
0: they didn't have a preseason at all because, I mean, and like you said, I mean, they, they played five. I'm guessing all five of those games weren't in Guadalajara, right? They were in, no. in, in, in the U.S. Yeah,
2: and that's the other thing that fans uh, should take into account, the whole traveling. It seems easy, but it, I it mean, could, Mexico it could be. traveled
0: less in the Gold Cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's uh, you, you. you bring up a lot of valid points, Joel, and uh, so, you know, and then uh, you know, and on top of that, I mean, on Tuesday, like had like the players that played on Sunday played on like half of them played on Tuesday, right?
2: Yeah, and, and yeah. you kind of have to, you know.
0: Well, yeah, because otherwise you get you get, get, you'll get really blasted like like DC United got blasted by uh, by Olympique eight to one in the preseason. <laughs> in your house, in your house.
2: A lot of the two hermanos were saying that they were expecting double digits against Atletico. I'm
0: sorry. I know that I don't want to overuse this, but <laughs> I mean, let's come on. Let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. They probably would have lost like maybe five or six. Come on,
2: yeah, double digits. <laughs> gotcha. But they were expecting. They were expecting Chivas and uh but they held on. So that's at least that's. Yeah, they lost in penalties, but, but at least there's, there was some some yeah. problems. And it wasn't there. like it
0: was like one of the, <clears throat> the typical. Uh, you know, July nights in Texas. I mean, it was like that it was like in the low eighties, high seventies. So it was a very pleasant evening for, uh, yeah. For, for yeah. For a game. And
2: and this is like also like you 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 know you talked about going into Santos uh and, and that that team has been one of the cocos for Chivas man.
0: Well let me ask you this point. Uh, if relegation was actually a thing do you think that the preseason would have been the
2: same? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I do not think so. I think they would have done like a, a very serious like camp, probably would have uh, brought the players back from vacation earlier and just been working them somewhere. Um, but I, I just wanted to finish with this because it, it goes into the whole fumble that was preseason when you're looking at at the schedule of Chivas, and do you have Santos on the road and then defending champions Tigres? H- how are you scheduling games, like, on top of each other? And and you have that such a tough uh, schedule just going in. It, it just shows that-, that the front office is just...
1: Hey, they're just not- trying to
0: get as much money as they can, man. Well, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. they're doing it because they need the money. I mean, may- maybe they don't have the $15 million it's going to cost or whatever it is to to uh, a relegation piggy nah, bank. They, 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 I they're, they're six. they it can go oh, J.J. That's man. what I was going to say, man. That's what I was going to say. But
2: you know what, guys? The Liga MX wouldn't let Chiwas go down. We heard already that they were going to suspend relegation. They, they're going to pull something out of their ass. If they <laughs> never came to that. And they wouldn't be no relegation. well they,
0: they, are, they already have i mean uh, it's, I'm, I'm t- it's only a matter of time before Liga i expands to twenty twenty two or twenty fourteen yeah and just well, they could ends. just probably say that right i mean and the reality is and, and and it's just it's just a very unfortunate situation for Mexico is that there are just not enough lower division clubs there just aren't
1: well i mean there's clubs that just don't have money
0: right, and it's uh you know it's uh it's just an unfortunate development. You know Mexico City has what 25 27 million people whatever it is and you know they should have like 15 clubs in Mexico City there's three.
1: How many how many clubs are there in London? There's a shit ton. Oh right?
0: yeah, exactly, you know in you know in the dozens, in the dozens. In Buenos Aires too. Yeah, in Buenos Buenos I've seen Buenos Aires there's a picture of one stadium, I forget who plays there, and then right across the street is their oh, yeah. arch rival stadium.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right across the park, yeah. It's like uh, Everton, they just announced a stadium that they're building, and people forget they're you know they're from Liverpool, you know. So, right. uh, Goodson Park, I think, is like a stone's throw away from from Anfield. It's like less than a mile away from each other.
0: Well, I mean, the three the three clubs in Mexico City are are, are within kilometers of each other. I mean, they they're all in the in the southern part of town. I mean, there's, you know, again, there's 15 million people that live that live north of the Anken and nothing, nothing.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense at all. You like know, you, yeah, look at London. You have Arsenal, Spurs, you have
0: Chelsea, you have um, you have West Ham, you West have Crystal Palace. I mean, just Presco go down. Palace. Yeah. It's just uh, like Charlton Athletic, uh, Tottenham, Fulham,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Millwall, Queens Swing Park <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just you know, just go down those, a bunch, a bunch of. Uh...
3: Well, Mexico isn't isn't as big of a soccer country as England is. Also, there's uh, other factors, social factors that have to come into play.
0: Well I mean I mean did, I mean if you look at the list of uh, and uh Chiki joins us from uh well I don't know where you're joining us actually from Chiki's as far yes, as outer space.
1: from area fifty one.
0: That's right. <laughs> from close uh. uh but but if if you ever look at the at the list of the of, of the clubs that started playing uh you know the organized league when it first started, I mean it was it was all the athletic clubs in, in Mexico. Reforma Club, the you know, the España, the Club España, uh all, all of the athletic clubs. And, uh, I mean, so the, the clubs were there. There's the, the, those clubs just, they just evolved into, into different things. So it just, you know, for whatever reason, that's what happened. but I mean, it wasn't, that wasn't always the case. I mean, when I was a kid, uh, there was, you know, the, the three that they have now. And then the Atlanta played in Mexico city, Atlético Espanol played in Mexico city. Uh, that was Atlético Espanol. Oh, uh, uh yeah, they 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 got bought, they changed the name, and then they went back. Just so, it yeah, welcome well, to
2: Mexico. You you know what I think? One of the reasons is that you know by the time Mexico started getting serious into football, it it like kind of leapfrogged over this whole amateur era, and it went straight into the professionalization of the game. And you already had. Uh, these like companies that were owning the clubs, as opposed to like you said, being actual clubs with socios right. you ended up you ended up all these teams where they were already owned by a company, and that that takes away from like if it 's a neighborhood club, and the people from the neighborhood own stock in it and and they 're all like that 's like their team, and their family or neighbors are gonna end up playing there. Or being a part of that team in one form or the other, and and that's how they end up just having that loyal fan base and winning over that that area of the city they're on.
0: Just just think, Joel, if you guys had that in in in, in your neighborhood in, in Los Angeles, where that Americanista lived behind you, you guys, <laughs> you guys you guys would have rooted for the same team. There wouldn't have been such so much animosity between you guys.
2: Yeah, <laughs> John's so impressed by this guy. I'm gonna say the story Junkin in to pick me up to my house. We were gonna go to the Coliseum or mexico molero and uh and uh, he he had to go into the side street and my neighbor he had a big America flag and his steps going up painted in blue, and in the sidewalk he had the America logo with his house number. <laughs> John, you missed the truck. He has a truck that it's all like America out. Well,
0: I would hope so. I would, I would hope, <laughs> I would hope that it would have, you know, the America sheets, America curtains, you know, yeah, the America he's... shower curtain.
2: I wouldn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then you got the the traditional the Calvin and Hobbes sticker peeing on on a Chivas logo. <laughs>
0: well, see, I, I see, but a, but a good Chivas fan wouldn't buy that because when you buy that, the proceeds go to Chivas. They don't go to anybody else, so uh, you know. Then you, 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 all you're doing is, is, is supporting is supporting Chivas when, you, when when you buy something like that. No, but yeah. So it was you know if if you guys have this neighborhood this neighborhood club, then then you know it, you kind of have the neighborhood club now because it's LaFC. So now both of y'all can be LaFC fans oh, and, and 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 not want to. I mean, I'm, I'm LaFC is what what a, what a mile from there, Hoyle. From my old living yeah. quarters. Yeah.
2: Yes, about two miles. Two miles. Yeah.
0: So that's that. That's that. That's that's the new neighborhood team.
2: Well, yeah, and they did a very good job of like reaching out, uh, uh, you know. So they they've they've already gotten way more fans than the Galaxy. Oh yeah. No, I they, mean, uh, I mean, and there was this like about before the the previous uh, Tráfico, which is what they call their Clásico. Um, they had this this bit of a um, man. I'm at a I'm at a loss for words again, but but Galaxy front office had to cancel a bunch of tickets because uh, it seemed like a lot of LAFC fans had found some way to buy out tickets from like from like youth teams, I guess that they gave them to the youth teams.
1: They uh so, they, no, what happened was LAFC just bought tickets. You know, even in the non LAFC supporters. <clears throat> They just went on Ticketmaster and bought tickets or whatever. Um, and unfortunately, like, well, the, the front office of Galaxy, they canceled <laughs> just, like, a bunch of tickets. And some of those tickets, like you said, belong to, like, youth teams. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. They just didn't want to be outshone in their own Yeah, thing.
2: they used – and I, you know when I used to cover uh, Chivas USA and they had a legion, like, the actual, but they were at Chihuahua, but they will go to the Chivas USA games? And they had that one section behind the goal where the little mound is. Mm. And, dude, they would, they would dominate when it came to, like, just making noise and everything. They so would just it, completely...
0: Is, is that kind of supporters group, Joel? Is that, is that more of a... Mm. In, 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 instead of... Which, <laughs> hmm.
2: which, which one?
0: The the one you were talking about, the, the, the Legión.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there was, was a lot of Mexicans, Um, you know... They were confusion. a bit of a rowdy group, man. They were like ultras, cause I remember they would always start fights and they try to do that thing that's, you know, very common in in Latin America, the whole stealing the trapo. <laughs> so they'll go run up on the other supporters and and they'll steal scarves or whatever they have, and it's like a it's like scalping, you know? Right. But it's like, dude, you're doing it here, man. Come on. Are you? Gonna- <laughs> How is this anything to? To be proud of.
0: Indeed. Did the people even notice that they that? Hey, my scarf's gone. What happened? Did it fall? <clears throat> All right. So, no, yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. so, so, so short term <clears throat> outlook Hoyle for Chiva. short term outlook Hoyle.
2: It's, it's, uh, man, it's so difficult. <clears throat> when I look at the Chiva. I look at the Chiva crystal ball, man. And I,
1: well, we got to Then we got, Buebe. yeah, uh, then we have a Liga MX game with Atlético San Luis, then León. Yeah, I mean, first like five games it's just like I don't know.
2: Yeah, the Tigres game coming out of a defeat, and then another one. in it's, well, it's, and...
0: let's let's not let's not underestimate how much Thomas' boy hates Tigres, even, even you know you know being far and away their their biggest symbol and now and now he just don't want anything to do with him i would so, pay okay. to
1: go see uh, du- uh Tuca fight Tomas boy i want to see that i would pay money <laughs> and then uh either tuka has to shave his mustache after or Tomas boy has to shave his head i just want to see some shit like that go down
0: so so okay so so how many how many weeks then joel i mean i guess i could re- let, me, let me let me rephrase the question if you want how many weeks do you think it would it would it's going you you would need to, to see the improvement then by in know, other words, by what week are you like okay this 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 is just a lost cause
2: well the improvement would have to be right now to stop the floodgates because that
0: yeah
2: you can't lose 3-0 so even if he's not winning he still needs to get some points so for example in matías first full season with chivas he did not get a win until match week eight, and then he lost right after that against uh, America. And then uh, there was a whole trophies trophies breakout when they beat Monterrey, and then the team took off and they ended up qualifying. So, and, so, so they, who
0: who who was the, the catalyst then, Joel, of, of that entire uh, of, of, of that? So the, the so when the when Tigres, I'm sorry, when Chivas won the championship. Who was the player that Joel that 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 lit that lit the fuse?
2: Well, when it was, they had the um, Pulido, yeah, but, uh, Pulido and and they had Gallito too, and, and they scored.
3: Just hey,
1: Pizarro, man. Pizarro.
2: Yeah, Pizarro as well.
1: Ch- even, Chofis uh, was in
2: the bench, John. If, if you were expecting.
3: Come on, Joel. Come on, to, to be, even even he, Brisuela, right right?
2: He yeah, was, they were both benched. Balling.
0: So, so oh, and, and all, those guys, all the, of those the guys, all of those guys match. that you just mentioned, all of the, except for Pizarro's gone and Gaito's gone, all of the other ones are still there,
1: correct? Everybody's gone. Everybody's yeah,
0: gone. If you, look, if you look at
1: the championship team, everybody's gone. Goalie's gone. Goalie's gone. Defense is gone. Um Prisuela's the only one that's, like, still no, Alanis, Alanis, Alanis
0: Alanis is there. No, is is back.
1: Oh, now he's back. That's right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean,
0: well, Gaito
1: was okay. influential on that
0: so if 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 Chivas somehow manages to beat Tigres next week, how many how many Chiadmanos have you know will, will have gone from, from 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 the screaming to the)
2: No, i I think they're going to be very skeptical. um They do not like Thomas boy at all they 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 say he sucks. I, I don't think he sucks. I'm not gonna say he's a top coach, but he's also not the worst. He's, you know, he had his glory days with with Morelia, where he reached the final, and he played, I believe, two semifinals with them. And then he had a, he rescued Atlas from relegation, uh, <clears throat> which, which is kind of, you know, kind of impressive seeing how bad that team is. Um, so he's not that bad historically. Like, not, bad. Yeah, people make it, but but they forget like. How the fo has made it more difficult for boys? Like they didn't exactly bring them good refuerzos. You know, my, my comparison of Chivas is Chivas is like a beautiful woman whose face is on fire, and and then the only thing that fo gave Thomas Boy to turn it off was a wet brick, and it's <laughs> like it's it's ugly, man. It's getting <laughs> ugly, but it's like whose who's fault is it, man? You know.
1: I'd be I'd be the, the, I'd be skeptical. The whole, This is a team that won the, whole, the first 3 games of the season last year, sorry. I'll go ahead.
3: No, I was just going to say the whole the whole uh beef that Chivas fans has with Tomas Boy is is when he went on Picante and said uh oh, yeah. they don't have a, they don't they have a loser mentality. And then that that and and that sound clip that you're playing, John, is the perfect description of what's going on. It's just a bunch of whining and hate. You're uh, referring to just this because one? Because of that, they got. That one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, exactly. And, and, and I'll even say that you guys haven't talked about, uh, yet, that those friendlies don't even matter. Like, I don't even care if I was a Chivas fan. I, I don't even care if those, if Chivas loses, uh, or even tries to play those games uh competitively. They're just friendlies, so they're just a waste of time, they're just a money grab, and that's what they're for and then that's it and that's it. Chivas the, the main don't make game me laugh. The main game was against Santos and like you said, and like Thomas Boy said, it's just uh uh what did he say it was? A blip. Uh, cat uh, a blip, yeah, that's all it was. And uh, you know, they could do very well, you know, coming up potentially. Um uh, but I don't think Thomas Boy is uh you know, is the culprit. Actually, I actually
0: like the guy. Hmm. Well, we'll see how that uh, plays out this week. uh, uh Chivas plays uh, Tigres, who are the defending champion Tigres, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how that uh, how that plays out for them.